Call the meeting to order. Uh, roll call, please. Thank you. Um, with that, we will. We're not. We're announcements first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Staff announcements. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Just a couple of things. Uh, first, uh, we have a couple of withdrawals. Those are items 30 and 34. Um, then I'll also mention to you. Is this better? Okay. Uh, items 30 and 34 have been withdrawn from tonight's agenda. I'll also point out that you have a revised plat for uh, item 33 in front of you. This is Lookaway Farm, Section 3. Some of you may remember that in the, in the northern part of this subdivision is where the extension of McEwen Drive is going to be. And so they agreed a long time ago to, to offer and dedicate right-of-way to, to support that extension. We asked them to just make a change in a note referencing that dedication. Everything else is the same. And the change in the note was, was uh, at staff's request. That's all I have, sir. Thank you, sir. So first order of business is consideration of the minutes from the last meeting. Do we have any discussion on the minutes as written? Got a motion to have a second. Thank you. Motion passes. Um, and now moving on to consideration of the consent agenda. Uh, we no longer read all the items, so. With that, are there any items that we need to pull from the list before we uh, take the consent agenda into cons as a whole? Are there any further discussion on anything? If, hearing none, do I have a motion? Thank you. We have a motion. We have a second. Mr. McCord, thank you for the second. Uh, let's vote, please. Motion passes. <clears throat> Moving on to uh, item number 30. That item has been withdrawn. Moving on to item 31, preliminary plat review for Arrington Wood Large Lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 34.72 acres located off Nolensville Road in the 5th Voting District. Staff? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the subject parcel is approximately 35 acres in size and is located off Nolensville Road approximately one quarter of a mile north of Mullins Road. <clears throat> the applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. Civil War era historic resources called Triune Fortifications, which are listed on the National Register of Historic Places, exist on or in the vicinity of this development. 
At this time, the applicant is requesting that action on this item be deferred until the September meeting in order to definitively identify the exact location of these features in relation to this project and to determine appropriate protection measures. Staff concurs with this request. Thank you, sir. I have a motion. I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. I have a motion and a second on the floor. Let's vote, please. Commissioner McCord. Thank you. Motion passes. Moving on to item number 32, preliminary plat review for Wilder subdivision, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 46.48 acres located off Nolensville Road in the 5th Voting District. Staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The subject parcel is approximately 46 acres in size and is located off Nolensville Road, approximately 800 feet north of Mullins Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. Civil War era historic resources, Triune Fortifications, which are listed on the National Register of Historic Places, exist on or in the vicinity of this development. At this time, the applicant is requesting that action on this item be deferred until the September meeting in order to definitively identify the exact location of these features in relation to this project and to determine appropriate protection measures. Staff concurs with this request. Thank you. Motion, do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to item 33, final plat review for Lookaway Farms, section three, containing 23 lots. That was on consent, sorry, thank you. Moving on to the public hearings. Um, item 34 has been withdrawn and item 35 is our first article. It's amendment to the articles two and three of the subdivision regulations regarding minor subdivision, family subdivisions, the widening and alignment of existing roads and vesting for large lot easement subdivision. Staff? Chairman, and I'll note that nobody signed up for this public hearing. Uh, this amendment to the subdivision regulations accomplish, accomplishes the following. One, it outlines a specific procedure for the administrative review of minor subdivisions consistent with longstanding practices and recent action by the county commission approving the delegation of minor subdivision review authority to staff. Uh, two, it references family subdivisions, which are addressed in the zoning ordinance, but heretofore not addressed in the subdivision regulations. Three, uh, it adjusts existing provisions related to right-of-way dedications in light of recent legislation that prohibits local governments from requiring such dedications unless there is an essential nexus between the dedication and a local government interest and the dedication is proportional to the impact of the proposed development and four, clarifies that the vesting provisions for large lot easement subdivisions are the same as those for conventional and traditional major subdivisions consistent with state vesting statutes. Uh, staff recommends approval of this proposed text amendment. Um, since no one signed up, we'll open and close this public hearing at this point and uh, move forward with discussion on item number 35. 
Any discussion? Thank you, sir. Do I have a second? Thank you, sir. We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Thank you. Motion passes. Moving on to item number 36 on the public hearing, amendment to articles 13, 14, and 19 of the zoning ordinance regarding the location of natural resources within large lot easement subdivision. Staff? Thank you, sir. And nobody signed up for this public hearing either. Uh, as you are aware, the Planning Commission reviews three types of subdivisions, traditional subdivisions, conservation subdivisions, and large lot easement subdivisions. Large lot easement subdivisions have always been viewed as a limited exception to the general requirement that all lots and subdivisions must abut a road that is built to county specifications. Because the easement drives are typically built to a much lower standard, large lot easement subdivisions are restricted to five or fewer lots. All lots within this type of subdivision must be at least five acres in size. In large lot easement subdivisions, the natural resources that require protection can be located on lots but are restricted from being located within building envelopes. In fact, there is no open space requirement for large lot easement subdivisions. By contrast, traditional subdivisions in the one unit per five acre zoning districts, which also require each lot to be at least five acres in size, require the natural resources to be located in open space, and there is a minimum open space requirement of 30%. Staff has observed that this contrast in how natural resources are treated has served as a disincentive to developing traditional subdivisions, which because of the requirement of building roads to county specifications is the much preferred development option. The result of this dis, uh, disincentive has often been developers choosing to develop multiple large lot easement subdivisions on a parent parcel, creating a patchwork of private drives that don't connect internally. Additionally, because these are private drives that are not controlled by the county or a homeowners association, staff has seen multiple instances where additional lots beyond the five that are allowed have connected to these private drives. In order to address this disincentive, staff is proposing this text amendment, which will allow the natural resources within traditional subdivisions, where all lots are at least five acres in size, to be located on lots but not within building envelopes, just as it is for large lot easement subdivisions. However, rather than eliminating the open space requirement altogether in such subdivisions, an open space requirement remains in order to accommodate landscaping, stormwater facilities, etc. but this requirement is reduced from 30% to 15%. While large lot easement subdivisions will continue to be a development option, staff, belie staff believes that this text amendment will level the playing field and as a, as a result, and will result in better, safer, and more cohesive developments. Staff recommends approval of this text amendment and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the County Commission for adoption. Sir, at, at this time, we have no one signed up for the public hearing, so I'll open and close the um, public hearing at this point and open, open the floor for discussions. Commissioner Crohan. So, Mr. Crohan, in, in terms of the uh, the floodplain, uh, that 
if there's floodplain on a development property, that'll still have to be delineated and, and located outside of any building envelope and cannot be um, built upon. So we wouldn't issue any building permits um, just as we would for any other type of development in the floodplain. So that would be controlled by that. You know, in terms of tree canopy, um, this only would apply to, to developments where every lot is five acres and greater uh, or greater in size. And so I think just the size of the lot would limit, you know, disturbance of tree canopy. But to be honest, it would, it would happen just like it does for large lot easement subdivisions now where, where the tree canopy is allowed to be on the, the lots. So there's no, you know, once, it, once, it's, once it's platted, you know, there's no uh, guarantee, but, but because of the size of the lots, we, we, we think that that's a, uh, uh, especially in comparison to the benefit that we see, we think that's uh, something we can deal with. Thank you. Yes, sir. It, it would because, you know, as as I mentioned in the report, and and you, you've seen how many large lot easement subdivisions you're seeing these days, um, and those subdivisions are not built. The roads in those subdivisions are not built to to those specifications. They're built to a much lower standard, and that that proves problematic sometimes because they're not they're not owned by an HOA. They're not they're not maintained by the county. It's just the owners within that subdivision that are charged with maintaining those. And so we're hoping that this change will, um, will lead to more people choosing to do a traditional subdivision with roads built to county specifications because it eliminates the dis disincentive for doing so. So I think it, it could result in, in uh, you know, more subdivisions meeting that road specification. Mike, if I may, along that line, is there if the roads are built to county specifications, will the county take those roads on as local roads? So, uh, in a traditional subdivision, uh, you can do public roads or private roads. Okay. And so, obviously, if they're public roads, once, once there's a bonding period, then the county does accept those for maintenance. But even private roads that are eventually going to be uh, maintained by the homeowners association will still have to Okay. Any further discussion? Do we have a motion? Thank you, sir. Do I have a second? We have a motion and a second. Um, let's vote, please. Motion passes, thank you. Moving on to uh, non-residential site plans. Uh, item number 37, non-residential site plan review for Redemption City Church revised containing 30.91 acres located off Clovercroft Road in the fourth voting district. Staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A site plan for, for this use was approved at the December 2020 meeting. At this time, the applicant has proposed Excuse me. At that time, the applicant had proposed building an approximately 34,000 square foot building and associated parking. 
The applicant is requesting revised site plan approval to reduce the size of the building to approximately 14,230 square feet and to reorient the associated parking. The property in question is located on Clovercroft Road, approximately 300 feet east of Oxford Glen Drive. The property to the east of the parcel in question is approximately 213.5 acres in size and is used primarily for residential or and agricultural purposes. Ivy Glen subdivision borders the property to the south and Clovercroft Meadows subdivision borders the property to the west. Water to the site is served by Millcroft and Utility District and staff has received confirmation that service is available. Wastewater will be handled via the City of Franklin Sewer Service and staff has received confirmation that sewer is available. As the property in question is located within the City of Franklin's urban growth boundary, a copy of the plan was sent to the City. At the time of this writing, no comments for the site plan have been received from the City. Landscaping plan has been reviewed and approved. Site plan is in order and staff recommends approval with the following conditions. Number one, posting of a performance bond for landscaping improvements in the amount of $159,225. Number two, establishment of a maintenance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District in the amount of $18,132. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for sewer improvements in favor of the City of Franklin in, in the amount of $254,000. Number four, execution of a performance agreement for the above reference sureties. Number five, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number six, all signage must be approved per ordinance requirements. Any uh, discussion on, on item 37? <clears throat> Do we have a motion? Thank you, sir. Second. Thank you. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Moving on to item 38, non-residential site plan review for Curry Ingram Academy revised containing 82.79 acres located off Murray Lane in the 8th voting district. Staff. Thank you, Mr. <clears throat> Chairman. Revised site plans for this use, which included the expansion of the existing non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal system and the addition of the field house were approved in March 2019 and September 2019, respectively. The applicant is now requesting approval of another revised site plan in order to create a current site layout with all existing and proposed facil facilities shown. The addition of the IDEA Center building totaling approximately 51,000 square feet and the addition of an outdoor pavilion totaling approximately 3,200 square feet. According to the applicant's letter of intent, there will be no additional students enrolled. Further, the revised site plan does not depict any new access points will be added to the site. Property in question is approximately 83 acres in size and is located at the intersection of Murray Lane and Beach Creek Road. Old Town Subdivision, which is located within the city of Brentwood, is to the east of the property in question. Other properties surrounding the property in question range in size from, from approximately 16 acres to 30 acres and are used for residential or agricultural purposes. Water service is provided by Harpeth Valley's Utilities District. Wastewater is ge generated by the use will be treated by a non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal system. 
all zoning ordinance requirements have been met, including the specific requirements associated with educational facilities. Landscaping requirements have been met with previous approvals and therefore no additional landscaping is required. Site plan is in order and staff recommends approval with the following conditions. Number one, submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. Number two, Submittal to an approval by the county engineer for the stormwater calculations and the grading and drainage plan prior to issuance of a land disturbance permit. And number three, all signage must be approved per ordinance requirements. Thank you. Do we have any discussion on this item? Do we have a motion? Oh, sorry. Don, Commissioner Croyan. I'm not sure about that. We would have to look at it when it comes in. If they increase the enrollment, we would have to look at it at that point. And if it would require to come back, then we would bring it back before you. Traffic impact if they increased it. Commissioner Crohan, uh, I believe that the, the enrollment is limited by the wastewater system. And so um, the, the approval of that system uh, capped the enrollment. Is, that's right, uh, isn't it, Joe? Do you remember that? I, mean, I, I can't say because we did, we did review an uh, amendment to the, uh, the sewer plant several, several years ago. Right, but the, but the wastewater system has a certain capacity, and so it, the, the enrollment is limited to match that capacity. Um, so if they, were, if, we, if they were to do that, we would make sure that it corresponds with that. Yes, sir. Any further discussion? Do we do we have a motion? Thank you, sir. We have a second. Thank you. We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. <coughs> Passes. Thank you. Moving on to the concept plans, item number 39. Concept plan review for Little Creek Farms containing 18 lots on 57.08 acres located off Wilson Pike in the 4th Voting District. Staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A concept plan for this development was approved in October of 2018 and has since expired. The, this item was deferred at the April 2022 meeting and subsequently withdrawn in order to allow the applicant time to submit geotechnical findings regarding the repairs of karst features located on site. The applicant has submitted this documentation and per section 13.04 D1 of the zoning ordinance, the repairs have been certified for the proposed land use. The applicant is proposing concept plan approval for an 18 lot traditional subdivision in the Municipal Growth Area 1 Zoning District. Concept plan approval is the first stage in the development process. As the property in question is located within the City of Franklin's urban growth boundary, a copy of the, of the plan was sent to the City. At the time of this writing, no comments for the, should say, concept plan have been received from the City. Subject property totals approximately 57 acres and is located on Wilson Pike, approximately a third of a mile south of the intersection of Clovercroft Road. Surrounding properties range in size from five acres to 27 acres and are used for residential <coughs> or agricultural purposes. Tap Root Hill subdivision, which is located within the city of Franklin, is to the west. 
The site contains a number of natural resources, including moderate and very steep slopes, karst features, streams, and large areas of woodlands. Approximately 33% of the site is covered in tree canopy. The required 50-foot open space strip parallel to Wilson Pike and the perimeter of the property has been provided. Within the proposed development, lots range in size from approximately 1 acres to 3.5 acres. The overall density is 0.32 dwelling units per acre. 30% of the site will be preserved in open space and approximately 82% of the existing tree canopy will be retained. The primary access to the proposed development will be provided from a single entrance on Wilson Pike, which is classified as a collector roadway by the major thoroughfare plan. Secondary access to the property will connect to Taproot Farms. A traffic access analysis was performed by the applicant and has been reviewed and approved by the county's traffic consultant. Subject to the applicant providing an additional five feet of pavement width to accommodate the 11-foot travel lane and four-foot shoulder along Wilson Pike. This, is him, this has been added as a condition of approval. Water service is provided by Millcroft and Utility District, and wastewater is handled via individual septic systems. Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has reviewed and approved the request. It should be noted that once detailed construction and engineering plans are prepared in conjunction with the submittal of a preliminary plat, changes to the layout, including the potential for a reduction of lots and relocation of drainage infrastructure from buffer areas may be necessary. A landscaping plan will also be required. Staff recommends approval of this concept plan with the following conditions. The preliminary plat must address the following. Number one, prior to prelim preliminary plat submittal, construction plans for the off-site improvements on Wilson Pike, as specified by the tr county's traffic consultant, must be approved by TDOT. Number two, submission of internal roads, drainage, and erosion control plans for review and approval by the county engineer. And number three, submission of water plans for review and approval by Millcroft and Utility District. The final plat must address the following. Number one, prior to submittal of the first final plat, off-site roadway improvements on Wilson Pike, as specified by the county's traffic consultant, must be completed to the satisfaction of TDOT. Number two, prior to consideration of final plat approval, the applicant shall submit HOA documents for review and approval by the county attorney's office. The approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control. Number four, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District. Number five, submission of landscaping plans and establishment of a performance bond for landscaping improvements. Number six, execution of, of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number seven, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Any uh, discussion on item number 39? Do I have a motion on item number 39? Thank you, sir. Second? Thank you. We have a motion and a second on the floor. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Item number 40, prelimin under preliminary plats. Preliminary plat review for the Arbors at Leapers Bluff subdivision, large lot easement subdivision containing four lots on 42.06 acres located 
of Hargrove Road in the first voting district. Staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The subject parcel is approximately 42 acres in size and is located off Hargrove Road, approximately 500 feet south of Boy Scout Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create four lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. At this time, staff is recommending deferral to the September 2022 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments. Thank you. Do we, do we have a motion on this item for deferral? Thank you. Second? Thank you, sir. Motion is second on the floor. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Item number 41, preliminary plat review for Shady Tree Acres, formerly Firefly Farms, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 39.39 .39 acres, located off Duplex Road in the second voting district. Staff? Chairman, the subject parcel is approximately 39 acres in size and is located off Duplex Road, approximately 600 feet west of Lewisburg Pike. <clears throat> Excuse me. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. At this time, staff is recommending deferral to the September 2022 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments. At a, assuming there's no discussion, we have a motion and a second on the floor. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Item number 42, preliminary plat review for Highlands at Leapers Fork North, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 40, on 54.43 acres located off Floyd Road in the 9th Voting District. Staff? Uh, the subject parcel is approximately 54 acres in size and is located off Floyd Road, approximately one quarter of a mile north of Bailey Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. At this time, the applicant is requesting deferral to the September 2022 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments. Staff concurs with this request. I have a motion for deferral. Do I have a second? I have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to item number 43, preliminary plat review for Highlands at Leapers Fork South, large lot easement subdivision containing five lots on 40.08 acres located off Floyd Road in the 9th Voting District. Staff? Uh, the subject parcel is approximately 40 acres in size and is located off Floyd Road on the corner of Floyd Road and Bailey Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create five lots off a new 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. At this time, the applicant is requesting a deferral to the September 2022 Planning Commission meeting to allow the applicant more time to address staff comments. Staff concurs with this request. Motion on the item, please. Oh. My question is, is it the same applicant for both of these Okay, thank you. Thank you. Motion and a second on the floor. Let's vote, please. 
motion passes. Thank you. Item 44 under final plats. Consent. We're, how many were on there? All of them? Or is, okay. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. 44 was on consent. Item number 45, final plat review for Montero subdivision containing 37 lots on 97.82 acres located off Meeks Road in the 5th Voting District. Staff? A preliminary plan for this, uh, this development was approved at the April 2021 meeting. The applicant is now requesting final plan approval for the development, which contains 37 lots and approximately 51 acres of open space. The final plat is consistent in layout with the approved preliminary plat, and staff recommends approval with the following conditions. One, the approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Two, the posting of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control in the amount of $2,500,000. Three, the posting of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcrofton Utility District in the amount of $810,590. Number four, per the recommendation of the, of the county's wastewater consultant, the posting of a performance bond for the wastewater collection system in the amount of $160,700. Number five, the posting of a performance bond for landscaping improvements in the amount of $474,837. Six, execution of performance agreements for the above referenced sureties. Seven, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And eight, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Thank you. Item number 45. Thank you, sir. Do I have a second? We have a motion and a second on the floor. Let's vote, please. Motion passes. Moving on to item 46. Final plat review for David Scott and Denise Lutz property, large lot easement subdivision containing two lots on 17.1 acres located off Garrison Road in the first voting district staff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A preliminary plat for this development was approved at the June 2022 meeting. The applicant is now requesting final plat approval for this large lot easement subdivision to create the third and fourth lots off an existing 50-foot ingress-egress utilities easement. All zoning ordinance requirements, including those regarding the protection of natural resources, have been met. The applicant is proposing individual septic systems for the lots, and the Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has approved the request. Water will be provided by HB and TS Utility District. Since there are no fire hydrants meeting the minimum flow rate of 500 gallons per minute within 500 feet of the building envelopes, fire sprinkler systems must be installed in all residential structures. The final plat is in order, and staff recommends approval with a condition that fire sprinkler systems be installed in all residential structures. Any discussion on item number 46? Do I have a motion? Mo we have a motion. Do I have a second? 
We have a motion and a second. Let's vote, please. That motion passes. Any all done? All done. Motion for uh, adjournment. All right, thank you.